When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sit in the morning on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Happy Thanksgiving. It's six o'clock. Thanks for starting your Thanksgiving morning with us. Maybe you're getting up early to cook. Maybe you're getting up early to drive. Maybe you're getting up early to prepare how you're going to make it to the parade today. We're glad you're starting the morning with 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno here with uh, Dominic Carter and our boss and the host of the Cats at Night show every afternoon at 5 p.m. John Katzmatidis. Good morning, John. Good morning. Good morning. And, um, it's not cats at night. It's cats day in the day, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I don't have my usual work today, and what am I, what am I going to do? Just stay home and uh, watch the parade on television? That's not your style, right? At all. I wanted to be productive, and I wanted to, be, to, to talk to people. I enjoy talking to people. And, uh, Dominic, maybe we'll have a chance. You know, I've never talked to uh, people calling in. Maybe we'll have a chance to talk to a few of our listeners today. It, it'll be a, a wonderful day on this Thanksgiving where we all have a lot, a tremendous lot to be thankful for. We are thankful uh, of you, Mr. Katsimatidis, for saving WABC, bottom line here. And if you want to talk to our listeners, we will open up the phone lines at, at some point. Uh, we, we have a lot of guests, an, as Frank Morano said, an all-star cast calling in. Uh, all of the shows that you hear on WABC, they will be calling in this morning. We're going to have uh, all our stars calling in. And uh, today, it's going to be a show on the light side. We want to know what they're doing for Thanksgiving. Uh, where did they come from? When, what did they do when they were growing up for Thanksgiving? And and why is Thanksgiving so important to them? And, uh, you know, it, it's a holiday. I consider it a family holiday. Mm. Uh, I would be devastated if I didn't spend time with my family on the holiday. And um, uh, the people I don't understand is a lot of the people that send their kids away. Uh, you know, sends one of, one of my friends uh, and colleagues has one child. Uh, uh, he lives in Florida, has one child in Seattle, one child in Philadelphia. I mean— I'd be I'd, I'd go crazy if my kids were that far away. For college, they send them away, or no? They they sent them away and they stayed away. Uh, yeah, no, I that I, is the problem. I would have a, a tough time. Uh, I know uh, Dominic's daughter uh, was a journalist and a big professional in Rhode Island. At 4 I, I thought I was she was listening. terrific. I thought she was terrific. Wow. terrific. But that's got to be tough for you to be away from your grandchildren today, for instance, Dominic. It is, it is tough, but 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 the silver lining in all of this is that. We will all get together uh, later on uh, as a family unit and have a great time. They, it's been my life. They understand, even the grandkids understand now, that Grandpa works on the holidays. It's been this way 
from when my daughter was about six years old. I remember one year, one of your friends, uh, Mr. Casamitidis, uh, uh, someone you know well, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Christmas and Thanksgiving, I was in the Persian Gulf with her mm, wow. when, when she was a little girl. So she's used to this now, you know, my daughter. That's great. Uh, by the way, as John mentioned, you will hear our entire lineup calling in at some point. A little later this hour, we'll hear from Curtis Lewa, who uh, did a, an eyewitness report to the blowing up of the balloons yesterday. I still can't believe there's no Curtis Lewa float in the parade, right, John? No, I was expecting a, <laughs> not a float. I was expe- expecting one of those Curtis Lewa, you know, flying down. <laughs> Flying down Central Park West on those big balloons. That's all his ego needs. Um, Next hour, we're going to hear from... Well, for sure, Sydney's uh, balloon will be twice as big. Uh, For next hour, we're going to hear from Dick Morris, Rita Cosby, Governor David Patterson, Anthony Weiner, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. In the 8 o'clock hour, you're going to hear from Sid, uh, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdley, uh, Brian Kilmeade, Judge Jeanine Pirro. And for those that are fans of uh, music radio, WABC, there's no greater icon than Cousin Brucey. He's going to be calling in this Thanksgiving at 9. Legendary broadcast journalist Bill O'Reilly, he's going to be calling in in the 9 o'clock hour. My colleague and friend Joe Piscopo will be here. Uh, calling in Cindy Adams, Larry Kudlow, Greg Kelly. It's going to be an action-packed four hours. Now, John, what do you do after the show? Do you go home and have dinner with Margot and the, and the kids? Or? Well, I had a rough night. I didn't sleep that well. <laughs> you don't have to I, tell me, man. I understand. Uh, you know, you, you guys had a few problems in the studio, and I was uh, up uh, listening and trying to get it running. Uh, at one point, I was going to call the police. I figured, <laughs> I figured <laughs> you know... My a friend of mine, a listener, wrote to me. Uh, must have been aliens that were interfering, but uh, we got through it. That's the uh, well, the operative part. What I what I do is uh, uh, I'm working this morning, which I, I, I I'm glad to do, uh, and I'm going to be going home after the show. And um, uh, there's a uh, I think a Thanksgiving lunch. Nice. Well, and my daughter is coming with with her boyfriend, uh, and my son is coming, and. Uh, my wife, me, uh, and my uh, my daughter's boyfriend's uh, parents have, have flown in from uh, Florida to be with us. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And their cousins were supposed to come too, uh, but uh, they're in o- o- Orlando and they got COVID. And oh, boy. We lost them. Do you think this is going to be a tough year with COVID and the flu and RSV? Last December was very tough, but other than that, it seems like people have kind of gotten over it and gotten back to normal life. Do you think we'll see a lot of this? I think we're back to normal life. And uh, the other day, I was uh, uh, Mr. Borla from Pfizer got COVID, and he's had four vaccines, and he's got the best care in the world. Mm. So this is... Uh, my my particular uh, opinion is, you got to keep your uh, vitamins up. You got to keep your immune system up. Uh, vitamin D three uh, is very important. Uh, uh, vitamin uh, uh, you're know, having zinc because zinc uh, makes the other vitamins work uh, work harder. Uh, if you keep your immune system up, and your vitamin D is uh, on a scale of one to a hundred, uh, twenty is the minimum. Uh, 50 is recommended. Uh, if you have a immune system of a, a vitamin D3 of 50, you won't get COVID. Well, I, um, one issue I want to ask you about, and I appreciate the zinc tip, uh, but I've seen the kind of table that Margot sets. I mean, she caters uh, for, you know, an army, and she she has very discerning taste. But 
a lot of people are going to find themselves in a position today where they're with friends, with relatives, and they want to fight about politics, and people end up disagreeing about politics. And I want to ask you about this because for a long time you were in a mixed marriage, and I'm not talking about Greek, non-Greek. You were a Democrat, and you were married to Margot, a Republican. Margot is from Indiana. They're right of Attila the Hun. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I'm a, listen. Basically, I'm a middle of the road person. Right. Well, so am I. And uh, yeah. but, um, how do you? How do any advice for people when they're meeting with cousins, uncles, nephews? siblings today and they have opposite politics first of all you don't argue mm -hmm. second of all if you have a position you try to m make it sound uh you know it's common sense and and say look uh you know, for, for instance uh, uh that time uh, a week before the election i met with governor hokel and um right across the street uh, and it was one-on-one -on -one. and i said to her look there's eight and a half million people in new york city and the police commissioner has said on our show is 3,000 repeat violent criminals, repeat violent criminals, not once in a blue moon. Not, I don't care about the person that comes in and steals a loaf of bread, but repeat violent criminals, for whom do the bells toll? Who are we defending? The 8.5 million citizens that, that want to be safe or the 3,000 violent criminals? And, and have one arrest, two arrests, three arrests, four arrests. At what point do you say enough is enough? Uh, yeah, as far as your, your first point about not needing to argue, but you can have just conversations with a common sense perspective, that is one of the things that I've come to really enjoy about the Cats at Night show. Uh, and, you know, I'm not trying to sound patronizing, but it's really the only hour in all of radio that is totally unpredictable. You never know who's going to call in. We have common sense Democrats and we have common sense Republicans, you know. Uh, Judge Weinberg has been a lifelong Democrat. Yeah, he's more he's conservative than most Republicans. Uh, I hear a lot of and, his and, comments. And uh, then we have uh, Craig Eaton, uh, Craig Ed Eaton Cox. a Democrat, uh, Ed Cox, uh, Peter King. Yeah, Governor uh, And then on, on the other side, uh, on, on the Republican, on, on the other side, we also have Governor Patterson and— uh, he has a lot of common sense. Well, and as a great guest, and what I was going to say is, you know, if there's somebody that you like politically and somebody you don't like, you know, it's a good mix of people. And I think it forces people to be exposed to other points of view that they might not ordinarily yeah, I mean, hear. And, and I got some criticism uh, because Governor Cuomo called me. I know him. I know his. I knew his father for a long time, and he, and Dominic, you know him too. And he says, "Sean." Yes. I have a new podcast. I want to go on and talk about it. I'm, of course, I'm going to give him the, uh, you know, the come up and come on and talk about it. And um, uh, I went to a, um, uh, we, 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 with Larry Kudlow, we have these dinners uh, with uh, a lot of journalists uh, sometimes. Is that the Committee to Unleash Prosperity? Yes, yes, with uh, Steve Moore, Steve, Steve Forbes. And, yeah, Steve Forbes. And this one woman, and I had uh, Anthony Weiner on, uh, on something, and she said, she starts criticizing me. There's 60 people there. She starts criticizing me. I said, ma'am, if you want to go put your head in, in the sand and not want to know what both sides are thinking, go ahead and put your head, your head in the sand. But what me, what I want is to be able to understand both sides. And then decide. And that's what we're telling our college kids. Our college kids, 
sometimes a, a blocking out the other side. And the purpose of going to college is to be able to to learn about both sides and and, and then make your own decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've gotten that same criticism for guests. I have Dominic from time to time. You get it about putting certain callers on the air. But I really do think that's the key is to at least expose yourself to all points of view and challenge your own assumptions about certain things. Exactly. And maybe learn about why someone believes differently than you believe. Exactly. That's that's what you try to do. That's what I try to do. That's what our big boss, John Katsimatidis, uh, does. We we believe in hearing all sides. And yep. then at the end of the day, you form your own opinion. But you can't form your a, a, a good opinion if you don't hear all sides of the argument. Yeah, uh, I want to definitely give a shout-out to uh, everybody that's working today, especially uh, police officers, firefighters, sanitation that amen, may have to do amen. a lot of extra work because of the parade, uh, but also everybody that's volunteering today. I know a lot of folks are going to be volunteering at soup kitchens and different places throughout the day today, and uh, we, they're doing you know great what it comes stuff, down great to? work comes down to being productive versus just existing. Uh, I went to uh, our Brooklyn Tech dinner uh, last Saturday night. And um, uh, a lot of my friends, and don't forget, we've been together since, uh, uh, I I guess, uh, the the freshman in high school, since 14 years old. And so we know each other for 58, 60 years. And one guy says to me, I'm retiring. I said, what are you going to do? Stay home and vegetate? <laughs> you know, uh, to me, retirement is if you, if you have nothing to do, I think there's a reason that your body's going to turn off and you're going to die. You know, there was an article about that. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I went to Hank Greenberg's office for luncheon uh, last Wednesday. And he's 97 or 98 years old. He comes to the office three, four days a week. That's great. I'm not surprised to hear that. It's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, to me, there's a person that wants to be productive. And the reason your brain stays alive, the reason your body stays alive is because you're productive. You're not just, you know, we're going to put you out on the farm, you know? We're going to put you out in the farm. Uh, no, what do you do? I, I completely agree with you. There's been a lot of um, articles written about President Trump's age and about President Biden's age. And obviously they're both – they both were at one point the oldest president ever to take the oath. And uh, a lot of folks are uh, raising some concerns about, about you know their age. But uh, I think if you look at the schedules they're keeping, that really is the key to kind of, uh, I don't know, staying sharp, is staying busy, right? Well, I'm not sure. I think President Trump was, uh, was busy all the time. Uh, the, the, the one president I, had a lot of t- I spent a lot of time with was President Clinton. He, he, he went to 3 o'clock in the morning and got up at 5. I mean, just about. He still does, right? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's very, very productive. Uh, uh, President Trump, I, I don't know his exact schedule, but he, he worked very hard. How did you and President Clinton meet each other? I've always been curious about that. Well, it's a funny thing you ask. Uh, uh, I was, um, was I a Republican or a, a Democrat? <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I was the middle of the road guy uh, because at that time, 
uh, Dukakis ran. And even though uh, uh, President Bush was a friend, and uh, at that time under President H.W. Bush, uh, we helped build Camp, uh, the, the chapel at Camp David. Uh, and I was very close to uh, President Bush. That, at that time, the, the archbishop uh, of our church, who uh, is our leader in our Greek Orthodox Church, uh, says to me, uh, you got to take the leadership on, uh, pr- uh, on Mike Dukakis because he's Greek. I said, oh, okay. I mean, you know, what do you say? You know, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, And I, I took the leadership, and we raised a lot of money uh, in the Greek community uh, for President, uh, not President, no, almost President Dukakis. Don't you remember? Dominic, you're as old. You're not as old as me. You're much younger than me. But I remember he was like 20 points ahead in August. Yes. And yes. then and then the tank. Right. The, what, was this 88? Yes. 88. 88, yes. yeah. Yes. They say not only the tank photo with the helmet hurt him, but it was said that the answer that he gave during the debate about the death penalty really hurt him. It, it contributed well, that to the notion well, like he was out of touch. And about his wife. Right. Uh, and uh, they asked him the question about if this guy murdered your wife, uh, you know, and he gave some, you know, t- tiptoeing through the tulips answer. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so funny what changes presidential campaigns. Now, Dukakis, before that answer or before that photo, was no better or worse qualified to be president. But it's just how you rise to the occasion at times. Uh, there's the Bill Clinton, I feel your pain moments. And then there's the George oh. Bush, look at your watch moments. Uh, well, Bill Clinton came from... Uh, from Arkansas, and uh, Jimmy Carter came from Atlanta. You know, uh, 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 Jimmy Carter uh, w- was supposedly the worst president, but you no, know, he made a few bad decisions, but he was an Annapolis graduate, and he was loyal to the United States of America. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys you know, who, whose post-presidency has been much better than he's 96 probably his years old. God bless him. Still pretty sharp. Still pretty sharp. And, uh, I mean, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in some of the things uh, President Biden is doing. Let me ask this question. Yes. I know it's a lighter day. Yes, it's a light day. It, but it's a light know, day. We're, we're not – we're just – Yeah, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. How, how do we say it? Shooting the crap. There yeah. we go. So I want you guys – Maybe you can explain this to me because I'm confused. And I discussed this uh, at midnight a few hours ago. Where did this dominance come from on the use of pronouns? Because the suspect uh, in the shooting, uh, the the first shooting that occurred. Um, the Club Q shooting. Yes. It is now non-binary and newspaper articles are referring to him as they and them. And I, where did this come from? I just think it's from La La Land. I, I, I you know, I don't know where it came from. Um, I, I, I firmly believe there's an outside influence that's making it happen. Because I, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, me and my son, when uh, I forget who was running for president, Jeb Bush was running for president, and we got invited to a breakfast. And uh, Jeb is a, a partner of ours in a couple of real, real estate deals. And so, you know, we're going to go to breakfast. So me and my son go to the Hilton Hotel. It's about 7.30 in the morning. And there's a guy there with posters and 10 other people to pick at the fact that we're going to a breakfast with Jeb Bush. <laughs> now, 
These people got up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Somebody printed the posters, and somebody created created that event. This is a paid event. In other words, they, they, they didn't go there because they didn't like Jeb Bush. They probably don't even know Jeb Bush. But it's for, for uh, New York One to pick it up or hmm. CBS to pick it up or somebody to pick it up. And all over television, oh, my God, there anti, uh, there's anti-Bush signs going on. There is a lot of media that's created. Oh, is that, uh, is that Joe Episcopal singing? <laughs> <laughs> is he working today? Uh, hey, uh, I saw him on Fox this morning, and uh, he's calling into uh, this show around 9. Gentlemen, I am going to wish both of you a happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to be listening to you on my way out to Long Island, and uh, hope both of your families have a great time. And uh, it's really great to be able to work with both of you on a daily basis. Thank you. Well, Frank, uh, you had a tough night. Go home. <laughs> Why don't you sleep a couple hours instead of schlepping all the way to Long Island? <laughs> well, my wife's I mean, going to drive. I mean, did your wife beat you up? <laughs> <laughs> I figured when you, know, when, when you said that uh, can you work from home, I figured your wife really beat you up at that point. There are days, John. There are days. I mean, Let you me know, think. I don't beat you up as well as, uh, as Curtis does. But, yeah. uh, it's true. I can handle it. And I, I heard you this morning saying that uh, Rachel was not happy with you over the leaves, that you put them out and they yeah, didn't take yeah. them. The and sanitation now you department put them back is killing again. me. By the way, I did get an update. If people are curious, uh, sanitation is not picking up leaves until November 27th all over New York City. So, people, if they're similarly situated, that's the story there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening. Uh, I'll be looking forward to hearing uh, Curtis Lewa, Sid Rosenberg, Anthony Weiner, Governor Patterson, Rudy Giuliani, Dick Morris, and more. Thanks, gentlemen. Go home. Take care, Rachel. And happy birthday. Thank you. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid. God help you. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.